Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It took me longer than the other kids to go out of cartoons. I loved all those childhood classics that were featured on the Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon and such. It's funny, if you go on any nostalgic blogs nowadays, you'll see people acting like they always loved cartoons. But I bet there was a time they denounced their love just to seem cool. Anyway, this carried over when I was in my early years of high school and bored in IT class. Everyone was just doodling away on paint, playing flashcards and reading pages found on the web. We had one of those teachers that never really cared what we did as long as the work was done. My favourite cartoon at the time that I was binging was Batman, the animated series. Out of boredom, I was just searching away random things on search engines. First I typed in Batman, the animated series trivia, which came up with a whole heap of random facts about the show. I then found some little interviews about the behind the scenes and the making of, which was pretty interesting. After hearing the same facts over and over, though, I changed things up a bit. I decided to search for fan sites to see what others thought of the show. First, I found some popular blogs sharing fan fictions and theories. I even found a few hate pages, which peeved me. But, alas, I eventually fell into a monotonous grind through the pages of search results. I eventually hit the double-digit feature of search pages, which is where you find more bizarre and less relevant pages. I came across some role-play forums, illegal streaming sites for the show and even a fanatic who acted out episodes in costumes. I was just mindlessly clicking through these until I hit a generic, a bit amateur-looking fan page. It had a generic spiel about how they loved the show, and then there were pages of commentary written down on an episode-by-episode basis. I was curious, but as I was getting into things, a pop-up came up. You have been selected for a chance to win $100,000. Now, obviously, I have been warned by my parents to be cautious about things that are too good to be true. But I was also at that age where I felt I was destined for something special, and this could be it. I hesitantly clicked on it, and it led to a little questionnaire. One question at a time. 
first had asked a generic question about Batman. Luckily, I had just been reading all the hidden details of the show and, and proudly clicked the right answer in the drop-down. Correct, it congratulated me. This gave me a great feeling and a small shot of adrenaline. This could be it. I could be rich in a matter of seconds. These were the thoughts racing through my mind. This all left me at the next question. What is your name? I stopped now. I was especially warned to never fill in personal details on the internet. Class was ending soon and I needed to be fast. If I answered, I could get in trouble. And if I left it, the opportunity would slip by me. In a panic, I looked around my class for inspiration and my eyes met with the people in my class. Then I came up with a genius idea. I could use someone else's name. First, I looked at my best friend. If all of this turned out to be legitimate, he would definitely understand and share the wealth with me. However, if he got in trouble, I would feel like I betrayed him. I was scared to ask him as I didn't want him to laugh at me in case this was all fake. Next, I turned to the big kid at the back of the class. Pete was basically the school bully. I thought if things went sour, I wouldn't mind him taking the fall. He had gotten away with so much in this school that anything bad happening to him would just be karmic justice. But then I thought of the potential good and how he wouldn't even think twice about keeping all that money for himself. Time was running out and I had to act quick. I could see some people packing away their stationery early to leave quickly for the upcoming lunch break. Then the perfect idea hit me. Dexter. He was basically the class nerd. He was weak-willed and easily pushed around. A bad quality to have, but if he got the money, I could easily sway him into being on my side and splitting the pool with me. And if things went sour, I could easily deny any connection. I didn't really have much connection to him, and I wasn't that kind of kid, so no one would suspect me. It was the perfect choice. I quickly typed in his name, which led to a box for his address. I had it offhand from his birthday party invite, which no one showed up to. It would have been social suicide to have shown up. I pulled out the creased flyer from my backpack and hastily filled it in. After that, the pop-up just thanked me and it closed. It was anticlimactic, to say the least. It was just in time, though, as everyone was flooding out for lunch and I didn't want to look suspicious. So I closed everything down and I left. Detective Julissa Trapp has always wanted to be a cop. 
And she is, but she's not like other cops. Not only is she the only woman on all-male homicide squad, but she does her job in ways that may be seen as unconventional. When three women disappear from Santa Ana, California, without a trace, it takes a detective like Detective Julissa to seek justice for them. In a brand new podcast from Wondery and the Los Angeles Times, Detective Trapp takes you into the life of this police officer and how she conducts herself relentlessly. It's hosted by an award-winning journalist, Chris Jofford. Detective Trapp is the story of Detective Julissa and how she fights through her own struggles and society's indifferences to bring a serial killer to justice. I've listened to the first episode and I'm hooked already. So while listening to Detective Trap, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen to great podcasts. I'll also post a link in the show notes so you can listen along with me. Weeks went by and seemingly nothing happened. I didn't want to ask Dexter about it, as I didn't want to look stupid that I'd fallen for such a thing. And I definitely didn't want him to know that I was filling his details in on random sites. He certainly never acted different in that time, so I figured he hadn't received the money. It was slowly hitting me that I may have been duped. I was watching him at lunch to see if he bought anything with him that may show that he secretly received a lump of money. But he just pulled out some simple sandwiches and a chocolate bar. One thing I did notice, though, was that he was acting kind of skittish. He would occasionally pop his head up from eating, look around with wide eyes, and then look back down to eat some more. I figured he was just looking out for kids who were looking to grief him. He really was a big target for many of the school's bullies. A week or two later, and things were starting to get more noticeable, but not in a good way. His grades started slipping, and this was not like him. He was the class nerd for a reason. He was really smart. He usually knew things the teachers didn't, but now he was lagging noticeably behind. His behaviour was becoming more erratic too. He would sometimes lash out at other kids if they walked too closely to him and caught him off guard. He would start screaming, seemingly at random. This started to distress the other kids, me included. So much so that Dexter would be sent out of class every so often to calm down. I started to feel like this was my fault. I mean, I put together that this all started after I filled in his details on that pop-up. I nonchalantly brought this up to my mum. The behaviour, not the pop-up. I'm not an idiot. She gave me an interesting explanation. As gently as possible, she told me that Dexter was a little... special. 
She explained that he may act odd from time to time because he had a form of high-functioning autism. I later learnt that he was diagnosed on the cups of the spectrum, where he could be at school with regular kids. This explanation was easy to stomach, and as bad as this sounds, I rejoiced inside knowing that it wasn't my fault. Time went on and things were getting worse. He would show up at school exhausted and pale, dark circles around his eyes. I no longer felt bad about the pop-up, though. I more felt sorry for his parents. I couldn't imagine what this was like for them. I just accepted this as how things were. Eventually, his behaviour got so out of hand that he had to be taken out of class every day. Usually, he didn't make it past 10 minutes in class before needing to be sent out. It didn't matter anyway. All he would do was stare out the window with his crazy wide eyes until he started screaming and panicking anyway. It was too disruptive to be sorted out every time it happened. It wasn't long until he stopped showing up completely. I asked my parents about it and they were oddly quiet about it. I asked the other kids but they told me they had received a similar response from their parents too. We were simply constantly told not to worry. A week later and with more inquiries, all the parents seemingly at the same time all started telling us that they simply moved Dexter to a special needs school which could accommodate his condition. Some of the other kids didn't believe their parents, but it spread enough that it was eventually accepted as the truth. Now, the reason I'm telling you all of this is because of what I found out recently. I found out what really happened. He didn't move. He was kidnapped. On his bed was a note in scratched, barely eligible writing saying, Dexter was a greedy boy. Dexter was a greedy boy. Dexter was a greedy boy. It said that over and over again. After he went missing, a silent search operation was conducted around the town to see if they could find him. While searching the industrial estate to see if he was hiding away in an abandoned warehouse, they found his body. His body was stuffed with coins and notes recently stolen from a bank. There was also evidence of the worst things imaginable having happened to him. But, look, you don't need me to describe them to you. It was decided to be kept from the kids to stop fear-mongering and trauma. Plus, telling the kids wouldn't have made us safer anyway. This wasn't a random kidnapping. There was plenty of evidence that this was premeditated, planned and was a one-off. However, no evidence could be found of a motive. Except for the one that I know.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.